You're listening to episode 37 of Lori Talks. Hello and welcome to another fine episode of... (laughs) Who am I kidding? That's my goal, though. Thank you for listening to this episode. If I had to come up with a name for it, it would be called saying yes to yourself instead of saying, no, I can't. Saying yes, I'll try instead of no, I can't. Or acting as if you can hula hoop. Or can you hula hoop acting as if? I don't know. Maybe at the end of the story, and it is a story, it's story time. Here's the story. It goes like this. When I was about eight years old, my mother... Oh, I'm actually reading this from my blog. Okay. Because it makes it easier for me to come up with content for Lori Talks because this was supposed to be a call-in podcast. I wasn't supposed to be talking to myself, so it's very difficult. But I know it's you, so it's just me and you. So here's the story. And yes, I'm reading When I was about eight years old, my mother obviously thought I was very cute and talented. She'd dress me up in these super fancy clothes and take me to New York City to audition for various television and print commercials. Sometimes she'd drive. Other times we'd take the train into Manhattan. I remember this one time my mother drove into the city from Long Island because it was so cold. It was freezing and it was dark. It got dark early, so you imagine taking that long drive through a tunnel over a bridge, park the car, and then we walked. And you walk fast because it's so cold. On most occasions, I knew what the audition was for. So I had time to prepare both during the car or the train ride or upon arrival in the waiting area or the lobby. So if it was a commercial for... A kid having a cold, I'd practice coughing and looking pathetic. And if it was for a product, a food, for instance, you'd practice looking happy, biting into food. So with this one occasion, I didn't know what the... This is me again. I'm not reading. I should read. Ugh. We parked the car and walked the rest of the way. It felt like a really long walk because by the time my mom announced she had found the address, I remember my toes and my ears were freezing. Mother rang the bell. As the door opened, a man stood blocking the entrance. As I attempted to raise my foot to take the one step to enter the building, he looked down at me and asked, Can you hula hoop? So up till that point in my very short life, I don't think I had really disappointed my mother the way I was about to. Without giving my response any thought, I quickly said, No, I can't. He looked up at my mother and he closed the door in our faces and said, Sorry, we can't use her. That was it. There was no opportunity to respond, step inside the building for warmth, or to attempt to hula hoop. I believe he shut the door so quickly to avoid letting the draft in. As I stood there freezing in my miniskirt, my life changed. During the long, cold walk back to the car and during the long drive back to Long Island, my mother preached and lectured the entire way and into the next day. Her bottom line, I should have said anything other than no. 
she went on to explain the importance of taking responsibility for seizing opportunities and to always be willing to say something new or different. She didn't seem to care about the fact I knew I really could not hula hoop. She said that wasn't the point. So this is the point of the blog right here. I didn't understand how that could be the point. Like, how could the fact that I really couldn't hula hoop, how could that not be the point? But when you're eight, you don't get it. Now, here are two quick occasions where I used that thinking to get the job on Tremaine and, oh, to get this job. I was interviewing. It was a done deal. It was in the can. He says, I have one more question for you. I said, yes. And he named the software program. He says, do you know it? I didn't have to think about my response. My mother's words of wisdom sang out. I recalled the very valuable lesson I learned that cold winter day in New York. Without giving any thought to my response, I enthusiastically replied, yes, I'm familiar with it. That was it. I was offered the position. I don't know why I got so dramatic. Upon exiting the interview, I researched the software. Who cares? Okay, no one cares about that. Okay. The job on Tremaine. Oh, it's such a beautiful, beautiful story about the power of the mind and setting the intention for what you want. Okay, so check this. I had never even heard of a dance convention. I moved to Los Angeles because I wanted to teach tap dancing for a living. And so I convinced myself, yes, I'm willing to live on 20000 a year or whatever sacrifices I need to make because I was proving to myself how much I believed in the power of my dream to come to Los Angeles and to find a way to earn a really good living teaching tap dancing. Okay, well, first of all, I got lost so much that I had to buy this Thomas Guide, $22 for a map, but you open it up and it lays everything out for you. And there was this spot on the map. It said Studio City. Hmm. I was there. I printed business cards. I walked into all the dance studios there. I said, I just moved here from New York. I'll sub any tap class. A week later, I'm subbing a tap class because Lynn Givens called me. And after I finished teaching, Joe Tremaine walks in and he says, have you ever taught on a dance convention? I said, no, sir, I've never even heard of a dance convention. But as you can see, I'm very good at what I do. Boom. Yeah. So sometimes you just got to take that breath and say to yourself, I'm willing to walk the talk, stand up for myself, believe in myself, take a risk, risk assess, think it through, take responsibility, dry your tears, move on. You have to keep it moving. You don't have time to lollygag. You're the talent. That's the whole creator economy I've been going on about. More and more individuals breaking out a flatlining of content. It's happening. So believe that there's room for you, that the world needs what you have to offer, and you owe it to yourself. You're going to do it because you have to. That's just who you are. And so you have to persevere even when life gets really, really heavy. That's why when my life is heavy, I just tell you about it. Right now I'm in peace. So I don't have any drama to report. There's no police. There's no break-ins. There's no custody hearings. Yeah, it's beautiful. So my friend, keep looking for what's good. 
life is a whole balancing act. The balancing is in all aspects of our lives, our relationships, how we manage money, how we manage the items around us, how we treat the people around us, clutter, and anything else you could think of. So there's a lot of layers in life that you have to break through. Forgive yourself for a few, keep moving, keep learning, and keep telling yourself, I'm going straight to the top. And then you take all those dreams that you have for your life, and you make them happen one by one by one by one by year by year by decade by decade. And then it, it just keeps building. Everything you've done brings you to a place. So wherever you are, if you can figure out how to take responsibility for all of your life, that's a beautiful place to start. So if you're in emotional pain, start right there. Figure out what it means for you, no matter if you're 7, 17, or 72, what it means for you to take full responsibility for every aspect of your life. And don't be in a hurry, because this is something that could take years. But patience with self. But when faced with an opportunity, say yes to self. So back to those titles. Say yes to self. That's not descriptive enough. Yeah, I want you to be able to know what each episode is about by reading the title. We'll figure something out. Thank you for listening, my friend. I really appreciate you. Happy 2022. Yeah. Sending you love and peace. I've got it. Say yes to you. Try something new. And with that, I turn the mic over to Mr. John Johnson of K-Sound Audio. Hello, all you big dreamers. This is Kyrie Lynn Johnson. My daddy is busy packing his bag, getting ready for Tremaine this weekend. So I decided to jump in and help him with some of his work. Now let's see, hmm. My daddy said I'm supposed to give you a quote of something inspiring. What did I do with it? Now, ah, here it is. Today's quote is from George Bernard Shaw. Don't wait for the right opportunity create it. This week's musical guest is Mo Hazlett. This is his song, Lover Boy. I mean, now that we got our priorities straight, how you feel about, how you feel about, hey, how you feel about us? This ain't gotta be one night, I just wanna make you mine Shorty fell in love for the first time, she never been in love with a real guy Say, baby girl, you tired, let me take it slow tonight How you feel about, how you feel about, hey, how you feel about us? This ain't gotta be one night, I just wanna make you mine Shorty fell in love for the first time, she never been in love with a real guy let me take your slow tonight. XO, XO, lover boy. Met a Bella teen, shit from Illinois. I don't shoot my shot, I ain't keeping score. When I see a bad girl, I get paranoid. Pull up to the party, I'm on cloud nine. Tell the girl, back it up, make it aggro. I'm in the back of the club with a flashlight. Girl, try to slide in the midnight. She said she don't want it 
lot of people Don't know, but I gotta know what we do Can't front like I went on my see-through I know what I said, but I don't really hate you Text like can't come over Outside parked in a rover Messed up, but I ain't sober Had a body hard, got colder 